Hey guys, and welcome to the Level Up and Live Your Best Life podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you're here to join me. I'm Caitlin, your host, and I'm a sassy 28-year-old, and I've got a lot to say, New Yorker problems. I'm just over here figuring out this crazy journey called life, and I'm on a mission to help you level up in your life and live that life that you envision. I'm here to give you the kick in the pants that you may need to push past the hard stuff. I'm here to give you simple mindset tips, tricks, and action steps and help you level up and live that life, girl. These things have worked for me and have helped me to get to where I am today. But let's be real. I've only lived 28 short years on this earth, and most days I have no idea what I'm doing. But literally everything is outable. I'm just figuring out this crazy journey with y'all. I'm on a mission to help you find yourself, find your confidence, and love yourself enough to push past the hard things and level the heck up. So sis, let's do this. Alright friends, I want to talk about disordered eating behaviors and disordered eating in general because if you don't know me, I'm a special education teacher in an elementary school and I, being a person who has a background of disordered eating and eating behaviors, um, I have seen a lot of students as young as first grade showing disordered eating eating behaviors and it really scares the freaking crap out of me because kids are the most intuitive eaters on the planet like kids are natural intuitive eaters when they're hungry they want to eat when they're not hungry they don't eat and as from a young age I was talking to one of my friends today from a young age we're so ingrained at least in my family and a lot of families that I know that grew up we're so ingrained to like have that clean your plate mentality like whose parents told them that oh you got to clean your plate before you can get up off of the dinner table oh you got to clean your plate before blah 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 and I'm like that carries over into adulthood like how many of your parents do you see when you go out to dinner um have to finish everything on their plate and then they're so full they're gorged like at least that's my case and I'm like you don't have to finish everything on your plate and nowadays portion sizers are so much bigger than we should be eating that's why we're so freaking obese like that's why this entire country is obese and it's quote an epidemic end quote like it's because we have this clean your plate mentality that we're it's ingrained in our brains from when we're this little like when we're in first grade for example one of my first grader first grading first grade students not first grader um he is nowhere is near overweight he's actually he was retained he should be in second grade so he's kind of still low lower in weight but he plays sports and he plays football and blah 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 and he comes in every day with no snack no snack nothing and for a first grader, we start school in my county at 7.30 because elementary school is first, then middle school, and the high school. It's all ass backwards. I'm from New York, and that shit, that doesn't happen there. But um, he goes from 7.30, and sometimes he doesn't eat breakfast either. So he goes from 7.30 until 11.15 with no food. So me being the person that I am, I went to Aldi and got him a boatload of snacks in my room so he knows they're there um also his parents aren't home in the morning when him and his older brother who is in fourth grade get on the bus in the morning so they're responsible for taking their own snacks and oftentimes he forgets his because 
he's a seven-year-old. Like most seven-year-olds are not that responsible yet to pack their own snack and their own lunch. And he came in the first couple weeks of school. Oh, I can't have, I can't have snack because my dad said I'm on a diet because I need to make weight for football. What freaking parent will tell a seven-year-old that they need to make weight for a freaking football when they're seven? It doesn't matter. It's peewee. One. And two, the kid was like, oh, I can't have anything at lunch except for a smoothie and a bagel. But I can't even have the bagel. I can only have the smoothie. I'm like, are you? Who? One, I want to go slap his parents in the head because that is disordered eating behaviors from the parents. And that is going to follow through with that poor child. And he is not eating enough, let alone for energy, let alone eating enough in general. And that just drove me up the wall. And if you're a parent and you're listening to this, please, please, please don't force your kid to eat. Like if they're hungry, they'll eat. If they're hungry, they will eat. I know you're like, oh my God, they didn't eat anything today. And if they tell somebody that, you'll get in trouble, but not really. But it's like, it sounds like you're a bad parent. But if they're not hungry, they're not hungry. Like there are students who will go like, all day without anything and they're really not hungry like you know when they're hungry because they're when they're going through growth spurts you know when they're hungry like they'll tell you they're starving um even though I tell my kids you're not starving if you were starving (laughs) you wouldn't have any food you wouldn't be able to function but I always make sure that they know that there are actual children starving um but my point is I the all these disordered eating behaviors start at a young age so parents you need to get in the mindset of, don't say this food is bad, this food is good. Oh, we were bad because we had this. Oh, we were we were good because we had vegetables. Like, no, feed your kids the things that you know that are going to fuel their bodies and the things that they like. Like, if they don't like eating carrots, don't make them eat freaking carrots. Like, find them some other vegetable. There are so many different types of foods that your kid can um, adventure on and see what they like just let them do it let them do it let them let them have a little bit of control of their diet because then when they're older they won't be screwed up and they won't have to go to therapy like I did (laughs) um not that therapy's bad I am a full advocate of therapy but it's so scary to me seeing students at that young of an age having disordered behaviors when it comes to eating um even in fifth grade I when I taught fifth grade the last two years there are girls who are already throwing up after lunch like parents limit what they see on the internet parents limit what you say to them because even if you say a little comment like oh hey tubby like my dad used to do he didn't think it was harmful then because he was just make cracking a joke but that hurt me and that was in my brain I was like oh I'm tubby oh I need to I need to restrict 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 oh I can't have this that and the other thing and I would pass out because I some sometimes I wouldn't eat like or already I would eat very little um and then it's just it's not it's not healthy for your child and it won't be healthy for their future so Please be mindful of the remarks you make, especially when they're older, because when they're little, they're such sponges, and it just, it doesn't help their mindset. It does not help at all. Now, that being said, it's perfectly fine to force your kid to eat some. Like, sometimes your kid just has to freaking eat. Like, you can be like, yeah, you have to at least have one bite of everything on your plate. Like, my parents did that. 
as well. They were like, you have to have at least one bite of everything on your plate. And I remember one time my mom made butternut squash and my brother was not having it. He was like, nope, not having butternut squash, not doing it. So he sat at the dinner table for an hour, an extra hour until he took one bite. He took one bite of it until this day. I remember it because it was so funny. He immediately like, cause he worked himself up so much. He immediately threw up across the table and all over the floor. And I thought it was funny. But that's okay. That's perfectly fine. But being like, okay, you need to try everything on your plate and then clean it. That's going to create a disordered eating behavior in the future. Um, so I just wanted to share with you guys some of the book, the, the intuitive eating book. Um, and see what type of eater you are. Because there are a butt ton of um, different eating styles and triggers that cause people to have these disordered eating behaviors. So the first one I'm going to talk about is the careful eater. Um, and the trigger is fitness and health. So the careful eater is somebody who appears to be the perfect eater, but is so like gets anguished over each food and what they eat and how it affects the body. And on the surface, they seem like calm, cool and collected and fitness oriented, but they're really not. And they're freaking out internally. Uh, the next one is unconscious eater. So your trigger is eating while doing something else. So it's like the bored eating. Um, they, you just eat because eat to eat just to waste time. Or if you're bored, um, chaotic unconscious eater. So your trigger is an, like being super overscheduled and there's too many things in your day. So you're, you're like, your eating style, your characteristics is getting up and go. And when every time food is available, you have to eat it. Um, the refuse not unconscious eaters. So your trigger is anytime there's a presence of food and characteristics of this person are that you're vulnerable to everything in the break room, like candy bars. Anytime there's food in meetings, you have to eat it all. Um, waste not unconscious eater is anytime there's free food. So this person is driven by, um, eating and they're influenced by the value of a dollar so anytime there's something free and buffets and whatever you're like mm, yep that's me I'm gonna eat I'm gonna eat it all eat everything I can have the emotional eater everybody knows the emotional eater uncomfortable emotions so stress or any type of feeling anxiety whatever is a trigger especially when you're by yourself the professional dieter hey gotta get rid of that freaking word diet and the mentality diet this is the person that is always dieting. They're always trying something new. They're always late, the latest book, the latest fad, whatever they're doing. And then the intuitive eater, which is just people eating when they're biologically hungry. Eating when they're hungry. And this person makes food choices without experiencing guilt or a dilemma when they eat something quote, quote, bad. And they just enjoy eating and they stop when they're full and whatever. And that is so hard. Like, it has taken me one, two, six, five, six years to get to a semi-intuitive eating mindset. Like, yes, there's still times where like, oh my God, I feel so bad. Oh my God, I'm eating pizza. And I'm like, I don't really, I don't really get very mad over eating pizza because I have pizza every Friday night. But there are so many people that they have such a hard time with guilt because they ate a cupcake or they ate a cookie or, oh my God, I had a whole sleep of Oreos. I did that the other night. 
But like they have this guilt because our society tells us, oh, this food is bad. You can't have it ever. If you have it, you're a bad person. Like, no, no, you're not. You're just satisfying a craving and then you're done. Like, it's not a big deal. And the whole principle of intuitive eating is rejecting that diet mentality. And believe me, it's hard. I went through therapy for that. I went through, it's, it's, it's a hard thing to get over, but you just have to kind of get rid of that. Oh, I'm on a diet. You're like, oh no, I'm making this a lifestyle and doing things that make my body feel good. You have to honor your hunger when you're hungry. And when you're not hungry, think to yourself, oh, do I really want this? Am I really hungry? Or am I just eating because I'm bored or eating because I'm stressed or eating because it's in front of me or just eating because other people around me are eating? Because that sure as heck is me sometimes. And then you need to make peace with food. Like all these disordered eating behaviors that come from children and adulthood and beyond all start with us. So if you're a parent and you have children or if you are going to be a parent in the future or even if you need this for yourself, you need to make peace with food. Like you need to stop fighting yourself when you say you can't or you shouldn't have a particular food group or have intense feelings when you have a particular food. Like we need to get rid of the deprivation of certain food groups just because and that will help you with your quote uncontrollable cravings that will help you with your binging on the weekends that will help you when you have those forbidden foods like making that peace and just being like okay I had it I had I had a cookie who cares okay I had six oreos <laughs> last night uh, who cares? I still woke up and I felt fine and I did my workout and I went about my day today. Like, it's not a big deal. It's not going to make you gain 50 pounds overnight. It's not going to affect any of your results if you are on some sort of a weight loss journey or uh, whatever you want to call it. It's not going to affect it. I promise you. And even if you are trying to become healthier and create new habits, you have to go at it about that mindset. Not like, oh my God, I need to lose 20 pounds. Like you need to say, oh my gosh, I want to create healthy habits that are going to last me a lifetime. And this is going to take time. And I don't want you to be like the, cause so many people often are like, oh my God, it's my last supper. I'm going to overeat and I'm going to have all this guilt. And then I'm like, Oh, well, I overate last night. I'm not going to start tomorrow. I'm going to start next Monday. Like, no, get over that cycle. Get over it. Because that's just going to create more problems in your future. So, my biggest pieces of advice to you are to start getting rid of that diet mentality. Start getting rid of, oh, I'm on this diet. I can't have that. Oh, I'm on that diet. I can't have that. And then going through that cycle and then trying something new and letting it fail again. Like, no, you are creating lifestyle habits. Number two, honor your hunger. Eat when you're hungry. Stop when you're full. It's that simple. Literally. Eat when you're hungry. Stop when you're full. You don't have to gorge yourself and eat everything that you have. If you brought a big lunch, you don't have to eat all of it. Eat whatever you need to satisfy your hunger. Number three, make peace with food. 
faster you make peace with food and yourself and stop saying this food is good and this food is bad and having all that shame and guilt and going through the shame cycle, the faster you will get rid of that good and bad mentality. Number four, respect your freaking body. Respect your body. If you are not where you want to be, okay, that's fine. Respect your body so that you can feel better about where you're at now and where you're going to be. And the last piece of advice I have for you, honor your freaking health. Honor your health. It is your job to create healthy habits. It is your job to eat the things that make your body feel good and make your taste buds feel good at the same time. It is your job to do make food choices and to do things to better yourself. Like nobody's going to be perfect. Stop chasing a number on the scale. Do what you need to do to consistently over time create better and healthier habits. It's progress over time, not perfection. That's what counts. And please, 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 if you need help, go get counseling. It's totally okay. I did, and here I am trying to help all y'all. Uh, it's, it's totally fine. And I will put the book link, the intuitive eating book link, in the show notes if you guys would like to read that. And I hope you guys take these things to heart and think about what your parents kind of instilled in you as a child and what you want to instill into your children if you want to have children someday. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. It literally means the world to me. If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review and tell your friends. Also, tag me on Instagram at Kate LaFonda's Life and tell me something you loved about today's episode. I appreciate all of your love and support, girlfriend. <laughs>